The Tab Wayfield search up to the turn. Just over 400 left to run. And more pressure on now. Where Bullu was tackled by Akihiro. Deficit going well. Needs a runner. Military Gambler still fighting on despite a wide trip. Ashgrove being called upon. And the head of state is coming down the outside with a strong runner. Deficit shifted its ground. Got out. Went with Ashgrove and head of state outside the pair. Military Gambler still there. Deficit and Ashgrove. 100 left to run. Deficit's got a kick. Ashgrove's got to dig deep. Deficit and Ashgrove. Deficit. Deficit won the Tab Wave. Beat Ashgrove. Grove and Tyresa jumped out of the ground, ran third. Head of state in fourth. Military Gambler ran a plucky race and then came circling. Kipling's journey followed by Baloo Akihiro. Well back, Mr. Dudway, and then, and then came Mashani Spartan. Gracie Blue and the favourite. It's finished towards the tail. The Cunning Fox in 148 and 78. He's a schnitzel four-year-old deficit, uh, trained in partnership by Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio. A great day that training partnership yesterday and Gerald is our first guest on Past the Post. Good morning mate and congratulations. Morning David, thank you. Yeah. Mm. I tell yeah, you I tell yeah. you one thing when you when you and Sterling come to Brisbane or or send horses up just over the last 6 months your strike rate is savage. Uh I haven't really noticed that, but it's a long way to come to get beat, put it that way, you know. This yeah, this fellow Gerald certainly loves Queensland, doesn't he? Deficit he does, you know. He come up here to dodge the wet tracks in the winter, and he, he um, uh, I know they only passed three races he won, but he, he he done a good job. And it was after he won his second one that he decided to um, seat him for that race yesterday. It's and, nice. To, uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, and it was you know, the plan come come to fruition in the end. Yeah, it's nice to make a long range plan and, and see it come off. We saw him in those wins uh, during the, the latter part of the winter at Eagle Farm, as you mentioned. He's had the four runs this time in. How did you think he was going leading up to yesterday's race? Prior to his last race, I thought he was going terrific. You know, he ran at Kembla when he yeah, it was too short for him and probably needed to run. And then his next run at uh, Rose Hill was really good. Um, and then I think I might have backed him up. One run, half a run behind with him, so I backed him up and he didn't go as, as quite well. And I was a little um, disappointed with his previous run in um, uh, Ramwick, but it was on the back up, and so I sort of forgave him that and just freshened him up for a week and then got into him again. And he's bounced back really good. Yeah, but. It's unusual, isn't it? Um, he's an 1,800-metre specialist, this horse. He seems to love that trip, uh, Gerald. But w- will you try him over something a little further eventually? If he comes out of yesterday's race OK, um, uh, which so far overnight he has, well, we might back him up in the 2,200-metre um, race mm. on Saturday. He's going to drop down to about quality handicap and you'll probably get 52 or whatever true weight he's up here for him and... Uh, he'll get no weight on his back. So if you're going to try him at further, you know, why wouldn't you try a million-dollar race and a benchmark 80 race worth 60000 sort of thing? So um, if he does all right and we're happy with him, yes, he will we'll back up all right, um, back up next Saturday. The horse got the job done. He and Ashgrove paired off, and he was stronger to the line than Ashgrove. But we've got to compliment Brett Novdala. This was a, a good ride. Puts him into the box seat. Coming up and around the turn... No run. He shifts one out, two out, three out, and then there was that gap there, and he was just able to slice through. Yeah, well, that, that's surprising. I've never seen a horse do that in a race, sort of get held up and 
change and quicken off it as well. Um, so that was one, one thing we learned about him yesterday. He could do it, you know, sure, it was a great ride. He had the box seat and um, Brenton had a lot of confidence in the horse going into it. And even though you know, he booked for it about a month ago, but he'd only ridden, I think, once on the track. And um, uh, that's how way we thought the horse was going. Uh, I think he rode him in a gallop prior to him having his first up run. And um, he said, you know, this is going to be his aim, and that's where we're heading with him. So uh, Brenton did have a bit of confidence going into the race with the horse, you know. Mm. Plus, he's uh, got an extra bonus there, uh, Gerald, too, yesterday of 200000 So I think all up, including that, his prize money sort of headed towards 600000 Um Did you ever think that he'd sort of reach these heights when you you kicked him off after a few runs? No, not really. Um, like, he's only cheap. He was only $65,000 purchase at Magic Means, and, and he had a few issues on X-ray and... My vet said, you know, give him six months. Well, we gave him nine months. I, I kept him. We didn't even try to sell the horse down. Um, so we didn't touch him until the September. He was brought in January. Didn't touch him until September. And um, he's never never had a day soreness in his life. That so, was that was the, the, the second leg of a feature double yesterday. You kicked off in great fashion with winning the maiden. Of course, they transferred the maiden to wave day with silence up. I was cranky here, mate, because I, I, I saw his trial at Hawkesbury. He put the blinkers on there and he flew in the trial ring. Good time. I was worried by the gate and, and maybe the 1,200, but his performance was extraordinary. To, to run such a hot speed early and do it at both ends, uh, he got a really big tick. Yeah, well, he's also, we were hoping when he started off he was going to be up here for the TRL race last year. Mm. But he's a bit of a cult and lost his way a little bit and he was difficult and um, um, then when he come back Jay Ford had ridden him quite often and Jay always said he's not ready for him but he does eventually he'll need a headgear so um, it's after his last run and we first up run at Warwick Farm um, you know he's a little disappointed went there thinking he could win he was a little disappointed so then it was time to whack the flinkers on him and um uh, we couldn't afford to run him again. Um, well, we've blinked on when you set him for that race yesterday, so he trialled him. And we made the trial at Hawkesbury be like a race to him. He ran good time, and James Innes rode him, and he rode him out, and he, he gave him a decent hit out. And then all we had to do was tick him over then for the next couple of weeks to get him here yesterday. And I know you might have seen him in the mountain yard or not, but he, down the back, he's good as gold. You get a saddle on him and go, go to the mountain yard, and he can be... A real handful, and had a bit of a pony to lead him around. And, and Brenton said he'd done a thing, what wrong through the race, and he, he still took him ages to pull him up. So if he can mend his attitude, um, he's a handy horse. He's no star, but he's a handy horse, yeah. And I noticed Gerald at his first prep, he'd only had the three starts, a couple of placings, Warwick Farm and on Mackenzie. They were on pretty wet tracks, weren't they? Yeah, that's right. Um, he, he used to get through the ground, but he wasn't a lover of it. Mm. I think the day he ran second at Kensington, that rated it really well. He was beat by a good horse that day, and that race rate rated it really well. But um, And then he, we ran him in the 1300s on a wet track at um, Rose Hill. Uh, Jason Collett rode in, he was switching off and on, off and on all the time. But I was going to decide to turn him out and geld him and... Um, 
a little while. He pulled out his first trial. His attitude as a gelding hasn't changed much, but since he's got fitter, he's got better. And uh, it just it took a bit of the out of him yesterday, you know, because he sort of ran two races. The way he carried on with full hand and that, so we'll give him a freshen up now and just try to take him through his grades, yeah. Well, a good day at the office yesterday, so there's the, the, the good possibility that the deficit will run of the sub-zero. Anything else next Saturday for the stable? It depends on um, Green Shadows if he gets a run in the three-year-old. He's on the borderline. Um, during three seconds, his last three starts, and I uh, just don't think things have been right for him. Um, uh, so I think he appreciate getting back on top of the ground too, you know. Had a chance yesterday. He sort of ran to win the race yesterday and didn't. But his two previous runs, perhaps you could argue he should have won and he got beat ahead by a horse of Chris Wallace that come up in one of those two stage races. And then he got held up at a bad stage. It ran with his last start, ran second to Andy Horse of Godolphin. So he's round about the mark if you can get a run. And I think he, he raced well up here with, um, in the winter. And uh, if you just get him, get a into the race and draw a barrier, well, he wouldn't be the roughest horse in the race yet. Oh, fair enough. Good on you, mate. Congratulations to you and Sterling, and uh, have a good week. Okay, thanks, David. Thanks, Michael. The tab wave field search up to the turn. Just over 400 left to run a more pressure on now, where Bullu was tackled by Akihiro. Deficit going well, needs a runner. Military gambler still fighting on despite a wide trip. Ashgrove being called upon. And the head of state is coming down the outside with a strong runner. Deficit shifted its ground, got out, went with Ashgrove and head of state outside. The pair military gambler still there. Deficit and Ashgrove, 100 left to run. Deficit's got a kick. Ashgrove's got to dig deep. Deficit and Ashgrove, deficit. Deficit won the tab wave. Beat Ash- Grove and Tyresa jumped out of the ground, ran third. Head of state in fourth. Military gambler ran a plucky race and then came circling. Kipling's journey followed by Baloo Akihiro. Well back Mr. Dudway and then, mili- and then came Mashani Spartan. Gracie Blue and the favourite. It's finished towards the tail. The Cutting Fox in 148 and 78. He's a schnitzel four-year-old deficit uh, trained in partnership by Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio. A great day for that training partnership yesterday. And Gerald is our first guest on Past the Post. Good morning, mate, and congratulations. Morning, David. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell, yeah, you, I tell you one thing. When you when you and Sterling come to uh, Brisbane or, or send horses up, just over the last six months, your strike rate is savage. Uh, I haven't really noticed that, but it's a long way to come to get beat, put it that yeah. way. You know, yeah. This yeah, but... this fellow, Gerald, certainly loves Queensland, doesn't he? Deficit. He does, you know. He come up here to dodge the wet tracks in the winter, and he, he um, uh, I know they only passed three races he won, but he, he he done a good job. And it was after he won his second one that he decided to um, seat him for that race yesterday. It's and, nice. To, uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, and it was you know, the plan come come to fruition in the end. Yeah, it's nice to make a long range plan and, and see it come off. We saw him in those wins uh, during the, the latter part of the winter at Eagle Farm, as you mentioned. He's had the four runs this time in. How did you think he was going leading up to yesterday's race? Prior to his last race, I thought he was going terrific. You know, he ran at Kembla when he, yeah, it was too short for him and probably needed to run. And then his next run at uh, Rose Hill was really good. Um, and then I think I might have backed him up. Yeah, 
one run or half a run behind with him, so I backed him up and he didn't go as, as quite well. And I was a little um, disappointed with his previous run in um, uh, Ramwick, but it was on the backup, and so I sort of forgave him that and just freshened him up for a week and then got into him again, and he's bounced back really good. Yeah, but it's unusual, isn't it? Um, he's an 1,800-metre specialist, this horse. He seems to love that trip, uh, Gerald. But w- will you try him over something a little further eventually? If he comes out of yesterday's race OK, um, uh, which so far overnight he has, well, we might back him up in the 2,200-metre um, race mm. on Saturday. He's going to drop down to about quality handicap and he'll probably get... 52 or whatever true weight he's up here for him and uh, he'll get no weight on his back so if you're going to try him at further you know, why wouldn't you try it in a million dollar race and a benchmark 80 race worth 60,000 sort of thing so um, if he does alright and we're happy with him yes he will we'll back up alright um, back up next Saturday the horse got the job done. He and Ashgrove paired off, and he was stronger to the line than Ashgrove. But we've got to compliment Brendan O'Donnell. This was a, a good ride. Puts him into the box seat. Coming up and around the turn, no run. He shifts one out, two out, three out. And then there was that gap there, and he was just able to slice through. Yeah, well, that, that's surprising. I've never seen a horse do that in a race, sort of get held up and change and quicken off it as well. Um so that was one, one thing we learned about him yesterday. He could do it, and that's sure. It was a great ride. He had the box seat, and um, Brenton had a lot of confidence in the horse going into it. And even though maybe he booked for it about a month ago, but he'd only ridden, I think, once on the track. And um, uh, that's the way we thought the horse was going. And I think he rode him in a gallop prior to him having his first up run, and um, he said, you know, this is going to be his aim, and that's where we're heading with him. So... Uh, Brenton did have a bit of confidence going into the race with the horse, you know. Mm. Plus, he's uh, got an extra bonus there, uh, Gerald. Two yesterday of two hundred thousand. So I think all up, including that, his prize money sort of headed towards six hundred thousand. Um, did you ever think that he'd sort of reach these heights when you you kicked him off after a few runs? No, not really. Um, like he's only cheap. He was only sixty-five thousand dollar purchase. At, Magic means, and you know, he had a few issues on X ray. And my vet said, You know, give him six months. Well, we gave him nine months. I, I kept him, we didn't even try to sell the horse down. Um, so we didn't touch him until the September. He was brought in January, didn't touch him until September. And um, he's never, never had a day soreness in his life. Yeah. That was that was the, the, the second leg of a feature double yesterday. You kicked off in great fashion with winning the maiden. Of course, they transferred the maiden to Wave Day with Silence Art. I was cranky here, mate, because I, I, I saw his trial at Hawkesbury. He put the blinkers on there and he flew in the trial ring. Good time. I was worried by the gate and, and maybe the 1,200, but his performance was extraordinary. To, to run such a hot speed early and do it at both ends, uh, he got a really big tick. Yeah, well, he's also, we were hoping when he started off he was going to be up here for the TRL race last year. Mm. But he's a bit of a cult and lost his way a little bit and he was difficult. And um, um, then when he come back, Jay Ford had ridden him quite often and Jay always said he's not ready for him, but he does eventually he'll need a headgear. So um, it's after his last run and 
we first up run at Warwick Farm. Um, you know, he's a little disappointed. Went there thinking he could win. He's a little disappointed. So then it was time to whack the blinkers on him, and um, uh, we couldn't afford to run him again. Um, we wish blinkers on when you're setting for that race yesterday. So he trialled him, and we made the trial at Hawkesbury be like a race to him. He ran mm. good time, and James Minnis rode him, and he rode him out, and he, he gave him a decent hit out. And then all we had to do was tick him over then for the next couple of weeks to get him here yesterday. And, I know you might have seen him in the mountain yard or not, but he, down the back, he's good as gold. You get a saddle on him and go, go to the mountain yard and he can be a real handful and had to give it a pony to lead him around and, and bring him to the, done a thing, what wrong through the race and he, he still took him ages to pull him up. So if he can mend his attitude, um, he's a handy horse. He's no star, but he's a handy horse, yeah. And I noticed Gerald at his first prep, he'd only had the three starts, a couple of placings, Warwick Farm and on Mackenzie. They were on pretty wet tracks, weren't they? Yeah, that's right. Um, he, he used to get through the ground, but he wasn't a lover of it. Mm. I think the day he ran second at Kensington, that rated it really well. He was beaten by a good horse that day, and that race rate rated it really well. But um, And then we ran him in the 1300s on a wet track at um, Rose Hill. Uh, Jason Collett rode in, he was switching off and on, off and on all the time. But that was when he decided to turn him out and geld him. And, um, it took a little while. He, he probably had his first trial. His attitude as a gelding hadn't changed much, but since he's got fitter, he's got better. Yeah, and um, it just it took a bit of that out of him yesterday, you know, because he sort of ran two races. The way he carried on beforehand and that's... Uh, We'll give him a freshen up now and just try to poke him through his grades, yeah. Well, a good day at the office yesterday, so there's the, the, the good possibility that the deficit will run at the sub-zero. Anything else next Saturday for the stable? It depends on um, Green Shadows if he gets a run in the three-year-old. He's on the borderline. Um, during three seconds, his last three starts, and I uh, just don't think things have been right for him. Um uh, so, and I think he appreciate getting back on top of the ground too. You know, he had his chance yesterday. He, he sort of ran to win the race yesterday and didn't. But his two previous runs, perhaps you could argue he should have won and he got beat ahead by a horse of Chris Wallace that come up in one of those two stage races. And then he got held up at a bad stage. It ran with his last start, ran second to Andy Horse of Godolphin. So he's round about the mark if he can get a run and. I think he, he raced well up here with, uh, in the winter. And uh, if you just get him get her into the race and draw a barrow, well, he wouldn't be the roughest horse in the race yet. Oh, fair enough. Good on you, mate. Congratulations to you and Sterling, and uh, have a good week. Okay, thanks, David. Thanks, Michael.